Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to your Friday. Welcome to the show. Welcome to your life. What's going on? Uh, I'm excited. One of my friends was listening to the podcast yesterday. She uh, took time out to text me to thank me for uh, turning her on to Joe Dispenza. Um, and basically, the, the message of Dr. Joe is pretty basic. Um, it's complicated, but it's not. Uh, it, a good chunk of it is think about what you think about. Uh, don't be a prisoner to your past and your pain. And that's something that resonates with me. So I share it on the podcast because usually I just finish listening to a, uh, a YouTube video of his or I'm reading a book of his or whatever I'm reading or that's what's on my mind. So I usually share it on the podcast because it's not because I want to give anybody any advice, but it's mainly if something worked for me, I feel like it's my obligation uh, to share it with you. And uh, his work has really been transformative for me. Couple that with uh, Wayne Dyer and, you know, all of it started. Well, it started for me about 25 years ago with uh, Leo Buscaglia living, loving and learning. Uh, cause I was in college, I was, you know, 20 years old and I'm like, there's something, I am missing some circuitry here. You know, I, I, I grew up and I got to college and I realized that I just, uh, emotionally wasn't on the same maturity level as, as some of the other people that they just felt like grown ups, even though we were kids, they just felt more evolved, maybe not more grown up, but certainly more evolved emotionally than I was. And, um, I just got there with no social skills. Like I just, you know, so I had to learn. And so it's been a learning process. And, uh, as you get older, you feel like, I think the overall message is, oh, things are going to settle down, but that's not true. You, you never really feel settled. I'm 50 years old and I've yet to feel settled. Um, and I have come through quite a bit. And I've seen a lot. I've done a lot. (laughs) And there's that much more to do, I feel. So you need nutrition. You need something to keep you going. And um, yeah, for me, it's been uh, lately in the last two or three years, it's been a a heavy dose of Wayne Dyer, a heavy dose of Dr. Joe Dispenza. And this is just this is if you want peace in your life. If you want to see change in your life, if you want to be peaceful, you know, I get it. A lot of y'all want to be activists and revolutionaries and be mad and inflamed all day. That's cool. That's just not where I want to be. I've, I spent a good chunk of my life being angry and resentful. And, uh, I wound up in the hospital <laughs> for six days with uncontrolled high blood pressure and, uh, no, thank you. I just, I can't physically go back to being mad all the time. It's just, it's not even worth it. Um, It took a toll on me physically. It took a toll on me emotionally. And you know what? I just don't want to live like that. So my messaging is not for y'all. You know, people who see uh, messed up stuff everywhere they look, this is probably not the podcast for you. In fact, I'm certain that this is not the podcast for you. You're not going to like it at all because I'm not into pointing out all the stuff that's wrong with the world. Because granted, there is plenty. I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to, to know that there are a lot of things out here that that are not right. 
but it's not our job to dwell on them and try to fix them with our anger, you know? And usually what you pay attention to, whether it's negative or positive attention, is what flourishes. That's how you get a Donald Trump. Because his mouth, his name was in everybody's mouth. You know, it's like, yeah. I can't even get into that. I mean, it really does seem like Wag the Dog because he stirs up trouble with Iran and now no one cares about his impeachment. Not that it was really... Uh, it really wasn't affecting him all that much anyway. So uh, I'm not a big, I think lately I've realized that politics just don't impress me. I'm not impressed by politics or politicians. Uh, it's just, they just say whatever they think you want to hear, you know, and it's just the ultimate in manipulation. You've got good rational people who you probably like and respect who vote, for who voted for and are planning to vote for Donald Trump. I don't get it. But that's another topic that I've addressed plenty. And I don't want to do that anymore because that's defeating the purpose of what I'm talking about. (laughs) But truthfully, that's all I'm going to give to to that today is annoyed as the whole political scene makes me. That's it. I got my piece out and I'm not going to spend my whole day dwelling on it. That's the lesson for me. That's where I have grown the most. Um, and this is just a product of the last five years. This is this has not been the way I've always been. You know, I could get mad about something. And if it was under my craw, I'd be mad for decades. And and that creates your personality, which then creates your personal reality, as Dr. Joe likes to put it. Um, your Your life is just a movie screen of what you feel on the inside. So to that person who may be listening, who always dates the same person over and over again. You know, you always attract attract that selfish, narcissistic, kind of a bully, uh, emotionally unavailable person. That's just an example. And you can't figure out why you're on your third person like that. Why do I keep attracting the same type of person over and over again? It's because you haven't gone inside and figured out what it is in you that is attracted to that so you keep attracting it there are points in life where I look at I like I told you guys a couple weeks ago I was out somewhere with one of my friends we were having breakfast and a really attractive man walked in age appropriate and everything you know because for me I see a lot of attractive not a lot but when I see an attractive man they're usually like they could be my son so it was nice to see somebody who was older good good outfit good swag, nice haircut, you know, just would be my type. Okay. And when he sat down, it was great. We were making eye contact. I was like, okay. You know, when that food came and he prayed so hard over that food, I mean, he must've had his head bowed, hands stretched across the table. He overprayed. He prayed so hard over that food. He prayed like Jesus was about to walk in and bless his meal. So, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. If that's what you need to do over your meals and over your life, I get it. I said, you know, me and my friend, we both went to Catholic school. We both said a quick, you know, grace over our food. I don't know the people who prepared this food. I always bust my food when I'm out. But you probably can't tell. It's really quick. 
I may do a sign of the cross. I may just bow my head, but it's quick. It's subtle. This dude was praying like he was in church and he was like blessing that food and he prayed so hard over it. I was like, you know what? I'm no thanks. You know what I mean? Because when I was younger, I would have been like, oh, he's nuanced and he's deep and he has such a great relationship with the Lord. And I, but instead, I was like, oh, no, he might be mentally unstable <laughs> or he's way too religious for me. <laughs> Something is not right. And I know when I was 25, I would have just blown right by that. I would have been like, but he's so cute, though, you know. Mm-mm. But at this age, I was like, oh, no. Let me uh, get on back to my breakfast because <laughs> that is not what's up. So um, and it has nothing to do with him. Good for him. But find somebody who who can work with that, because I I it just to me, I don't have a problem with you praying over your meal. No problem. But the intensity of that prayer was like, hmm, uh, <laughs> Why why you praise so hard over your food? Like, do you know something we don't know? Do you know the cooks back there? Are they sick? <laughs> What's happening? So yeah. Anyway, I'm pretty sure I'm way off topic, but at the end of the day, I believe it's important to pay attention to how you treat yourself, to the language that you use with yourself. Uh I've had people tell me, like, yeah, I guess I do talk harshly to myself. And I'm like, really? Like, don't do that. You know, I I heard my sister one day go, oh, I'm so stupid. Like, who says that? Like, I and it makes me shudder when I'm just imitating it. I don't talk to myself like that. I really literally had a shock through my body when I just said that. And I, I'm not I'm not even really saying it to myself. And my body is reacting. So, I mean, listen, be nicer to yourselves. You're all you got. And you're worth it. You deserve to be happy. And listen, it will change your life. Whoever, whatever you're mad at, the dude that you keep attracting or the person you keep attracting that's not right for you and is a narcissist and awful and you're on your third one, don't beat yourself up because you keep attracting the same. Just change. Just be like, you know what? I'm not doing that no more. (laughs) Say it just like that. (laughs) I'm telling you, say it like that and then you'll know. You're like, okay, I'm really not going to do that again. You know what I mean? Like, just be better to yourselves. Be kinder to yourselves. Be gentler with yourselves. Listen, the world will beat you up enough. You don't need to do it too. You don't need to come behind it and smack yourself upside the head. You know what I mean? So this Friday feels like being in love with yourself, being in love with your life, and being cool with it. It's okay to like who you are. It's okay to like yourself. And yeah, you're going to make mistakes. We come mistake prone. We all make mistakes. We all do things we wish we had done differently. But guess what? You're still here and you matter and you're important. And you may not be world famous. You may just be the person who who goes to work every day, puts kids through college, uh, you know, works hard get some awards at work and retires there's nothing wrong with that you know what you ought to feel happy if you can make it through this life unharmed because there's a lot of people out here trying to harm other people you know it's a lot to be grateful for if you've got enough to eat enough money you may not be the richest but if you can pay your bills 
and you have figured out a way to survive and be happy, that's Darwinism in 2020. You know, you don't got to go out and kill lions anymore. We don't have to go kill animals to eat. We don't have to kill animals uh, to stay out of our houses or our little huts and caves. You know, we've evolved past that. So let's enjoy our lives and find joy and value in where we are and not worry about all the things that make us angry and all the things we don't have. Friday feels like we're getting it right, you know? So hang in there. Enjoy your weekend. You got a good life. You got a good life. You guys watch The Office, Prison Mike. <laughs> if not, you should Google it because it's hilarious. The Office where uh, I think the episode is called The Convict. And Michael Scott <laughs> does a very hilarious presentation for his office. Um, so, yeah, enjoy your weekend. Take care of yourselves. And we'll meet back here soon. All right. Be good. Be safe.